This is Liam Hendricks, and you're watching Crosstown Crosstalk on the Byroom Network. Some may find the following disturbing. Discretion is advised. Every summer in Chicago, the sunshine spotlights the city's spectacular skyline, its luxurious lakeshore, marvelous monuments, and the over 200 neighborhoods in the city. And it also brings to light two of the greatest sports franchises in the world. On the north side, it's the Cubs. On the south side, it's the White Sox. This is Crosstown Crosstalk. Hello and welcome to another very exciting episode of Crosstown Crosstalk presented by the Barroom Network. My name is Vinny Parisi and it is opening day in Major League Baseball after months and months of preparation through spring training, different workouts, the World Baseball Classic. We are ready to start baseball. For those of you who are watching the Chicago Cubs right now, they currently have a 4 nothing lead over the Milwaukee Brewers in the middle of the fifth inning. Game started at 1.08, and it's in the fifth inning. Yay for pitch clock. Yay for pitch clock when we're watching on TV, not so much for when you're at the game, but I digress. There is nobody I would rather kick off the opening show, a portion of this show with than my very dear friend, my co-host on South Burbs Hitman, Joe Mandel. Joseph! What's up, buddy? What's up happening, Vinny? Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for dealing with my BS stupid brain for getting laptops here, sitting in traffic there. I suck. It's all good, dude. Stuff happens. It's baseball's not going anywhere. It really does. Baseball's not going anywhere. The Cubs, as I mentioned, have a four nothing lead. There are other games going on in Major League Baseball too. The Baltimore Orioles five uh, two over the Red Sox. Atlanta Braves four two over the Nationals. Yankees five nothing over the Giants. Judge hit a home run in the first inning. He's Second already pitch. the major league leader in home runs. It didn't take him long. What do you, before we get started on our Sox? Judge not going to hit sixty probably. But I mean, no, I, up I there, I would assume. I think he's going to have low 50s, probably. That's a lot. It's <laughs> a lot, though. I mean, I'm not, it's nothing to shake a stick at. Uh, the the guy that we were talking about maybe being a second base target all offseason, Glaber Torres, with a two run shot, too, in this game. Yeah, yes, Glaber Torres does have a two run shot. You are correct. And they are up five nothing. It was four nothing last time I looked. Now it's five. And it's the top of the ninth. Uh, the Giants are. They got to run around first, but I digress. Uh, Foster says he has to pay $98 to watch the Cubs. I don't think that's correct. I think there's a way we can help Foster watch the Cubs without paying $100 a month, correct? I'm sure there's got to be, man. It's uh, lots of different services carry marquee. I know for one fact, YouTube TV is one of them, and it's definitely not that much money, but I don't know. Marquee might have their own membership thing too. I, I don't know, but I would hope so. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that's the way for those of you who watch Mandalorian. Um, Joe, yeah. the White Sox, they start tonight. Dylan Cease versus Framber Valdez of the Houston Astros. The defending yeah. World Series champion is 0-5 in their last five uh, opening day games. 
Are the White Sox going to let that continue on opening day? Man, it's a heck of a lineup the Astros have, and they only got better with adding Jose Abreu. But Jose has been notorious for having a slow April. And I guess this is technically March, but we'll go ahead and consider it as April. Um, I think the Sox are going to pull it off tonight. I don't think it's going to be a crazy high-scoring game, but uh, of course you got two studs on the mound in this game, and Cease I think is going to bring it. Uh, and the lineup just came out too. I, I kind of like what I see. It's a little bit of a head-scratcher with a couple little things, which I'm sure we'll dabble on in a little bit. But at the end of the day, Vin, uh, I think the Sox are going to be able to pull this one off. It's a low-scoring game, though, in my opinion. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting lineup to start. For those who don't know, Tim Anderson leading off playing shortstop. Luis Robert playing center field, batting second. Andrew Vaughn finally playing first base, batting third. Eloy Jimenez, the designated hitter, batting fourth. Love to see that. Uh, Johan Moncada batting fifth, playing third that's, base. That's my head scratcher right there. Moncada batting fifth? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I would have dropped him probably a little bit lower. I'm happy Benintendi, though, is batting sixth and not third. I would have put him second. That's what I thought it would end up being. But he'll be so playing nice. on the field. Yasmani Grandal batting seventh, catching. Elvis Andrews playing second in uh, batting eighth. Um, batting ninth is Romy Gonzalez playing right field. We will have to wait for the Major League debut of Oscar Colas. So if you want to chat about that a little bit, I'm all ears. I think it's a smart move, and, and I'm going to tell you why. You don't want to get him frazzled against a lefty. Uh, especially with such a tough matchup right off the bat. Um, let him let him come in when the pressure comes off a little bit. Uh, I think it's a great move for the let the rookie kind of get settled in, not be too nervous on the first game of the season. Also, this is on national television on ESPN. Uh, it's like the mega game of the day today, and there's going to be a lot of eyes on it. Uh, I'm cool with waiting a couple extra day, a day or two, maybe even hopefully tomorrow to see Oscar Colas. Yeah, uh, Romy Gonzalez playing right field, though. It's not really something that was on my 2023 White Sox bingo card. Me either. <laughs> but uh, he had a good spring. It's the hot bat right now, I, I guess, and, and it's a lefty. So uh, I can kind of see the thought process. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so are there, when they're talking about the White Sox, it's them and the Guardians, I would say, in the American League Central. There are people who will lump the Twins in there. I think a couple sites have the Twins with better odds to win the Central than the White Sox. A couple have the Dude, White Sox with slightly better I, odds. I just got my MLB preview from Sports Illustrated, and they had the Sox finishing third in the division. Um, I was kind of blown away by it. Um, let me go back to the prediction here. Uh, I pulled it up, so we had it. Yeah, so they have, they have the Guardians – finishing with 88 wins, the Twins with 87, and the Sox in third with 76 wins, according to Sports Illustrated. That's tough. I don't agree. I don't either. Um, I'm, I know I'm a homer. I'm actually not with the Sox. I shit on them all season long last year. We did. Yeah, the last I mean, half I, the season for sure. I think there was a vein coming in the middle of my head, half of the uh, put on the your put socks. Put on your socks videos. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's not one of those things where I'm like, a homer in any way. I think they're a better team than they were last year. There's no more Tony LaRussa. Everything that can go wrong did go wrong last year. Uh, it was like a repeat in of injuries, except there was no your mean Mercedes, Jake Lamb, and Brian Goodwin to save the day last year. Um, thinking that's going to happen anytime you deal with injuries to lots of players. Um, that's just not usually the case. 2021 was an outlier the first half. 
Um, I do think the pitching staff is good. I like Dylan Cease. I think Lucas Giolito has a bounce back year. Lance Lynn is always going to be a solid vet. Hopefully Michael Kopech continues to take steps. I thought he was very good at points last year. Uh, I think Clevenger sucks, and I can't wait till the day he's no longer on the White Sox. But, I mean, he's there for right now, so you got to hope for him. Um, The bullpen's pretty good. If Diekman is Red Sox Diekman again, I think it's a pretty good bullpen. And you'll add Liam Hendricks back in June or July, me thinks. Rick Hahn said yesterday they didn't put him on the 60-day IL on purpose. Garrett Crochet will come back in short order. He's not on 60-day IL. I think all these things are good news. I mean, I'm sure you agree with me on your assessment of the Red Sox. I agree, man. I think the Liam Hendricks news was the best news we could have got yesterday. And it makes me feel good, not only for his health and and everything with his family, but – uh, this guy thrives on competition, and I think it's part of his healing process. So getting him back to the team sooner than later, I think, is going to be a detriment for him and for the White Sox. And uh, who knows, Zim predi- Zim's prediction from South Burbs Hitman might be true. He predicted he'd be the reliever of the year. Uh, that would be really something if he came back and really lit it up. And uh, obviously, Crochet will be a shot in the arm for this team, too. I think when Liam Hendricks is activated and he's brought into the game, Guaranteed Rayfield will have playoff-like atmosphere of him oh, trying to close definitely. out the, the save. And that fist pump, that first fist pump back from cancer treatment, I mean, it's not a matter of what team you cheer for at that point. Yeah, it's just the guy's just a machine. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're rooting for Liam. We have been the whole time. And uh, it's going to be a huge shot in the arm. This bullpen's going to be good. I think they're going to be a lot better than last year. Just – just a gut feeling. Yeah, absolutely. On the other side of town, the Chicago Cubs made some improvements. Uh, added guys like Dan, Dansby Swanson. He's going to push Nico Horner over to second base. That adds a little bit of depth to the middle of their infield. Uh, obviously, guys like Eric Hosmer and Cody Bellinger are looking to bounce back after a couple tough years in a row. Change of scenery for them. Uh, I really like Trey Mancini. I thought he's always been a good player. Uh, another cancer survivor. We like him a lot. Playing for yes. the Baltimore Orioles. Then got his ring last year with the Houston Astros as kind of a backup utility type first baseman. Um, what's your take on the Cubs? I know they have a big lead over the Brew Crew right now, but overall, the National League is loaded with lots of good wild card teams. Yeah, I think I, I really think that this Cubs team is a wild card team, and the reason being is because of the additions they've done in the offseason. I was very vocal in the offseason with you, Vinny, and on South Burp Sitman as well that the Cubs made a lot of moves in free agency. They did a lot of the things they had to do to improve their team. And the Sox didn't. And that's what I liked about the Cubs offseason. I, I think Dansby Swanson is going to be a great addition to the Cubs. Obviously, he's off to a good start, like Skyler says. Uh, I drafted him in one of our leagues. I think it was your league the other day. I got Swanson. So I'm happy to see that. And, you know, Suzuki's going to come back healthy. This team is going to be very good. Uh, I don't know if they're going to – I don't think they're good enough to win the division. I think it's the Cardinals to run away with. But I think the Cubs are good enough for a wild card spot. The Brewers are not what they once were. They could be sellers come come the deadline. So uh, the Cubs are in a good place to make a run over the next few years. I, I don't think they're going to go very far if they do make the playoffs. But they've got a solid squad. And uh, I like what they're doing in the front office over there. I think they got a solid squad. My issue is – you figure bullpen's one, not great. No, their bullpen's not great, but they, they've been notorious for building good bullpens out of guys whose names you don't recognize. This is also true. And the NL West, the Dodgers and the Padres, one of them's going to win the division. The other is going to be the top wild card seed, in my opinion. And then in the East, you have – and you think the Cardinals will win the Central. I agree. And then in the East, the Mets, Phillies, and Braves – 
are all considered to be elite teams. The worst of those three on paper was the one in the World Series last year. And if all of those teams I just named make the playoffs, that means there's no room for the Cubs. If the Cubs were to make the playoffs, that would mean one of these elite National League teams got bumped out. Is there one in particular that stands out that might be the one to fall out? Like, there's some hot takes out there that Philly might not be as good as they were last year, and Bryce Harper is going to miss half the season. Well, Bryce Harper is actually – they put him on the 10-day, Vin. I, I don't think he's going to be out that long. He's going to be a DH all season. I think Bryce Harper's back within the next three weeks or so. Hopefully. Um, game's better yeah. with Bryce Harper. Yeah, I, absolutely. Um, I don't think Philly's the team that's going to fall off, and this is probably a hot take for everyone out there, but I think the Dodgers are not as good as they were last year. Um, they've obviously had some injury issues, and um, I, I just – think they might be the team to fall off the chemistry might not work just right watch I say that and they're still going to win like 90 games but no I, I really think the Dodgers are not as good as advertised and I I think that uh I don't think they're going to win the division that's for sure and if they do get in I think it'll be in a wild card spot so uh I don't know I, I just don't love what I see from the Dodgers right now we agree on the Dodgers. I, I am going to put you know, spoiler. I'm not going to pick them to win the division. I am going to name all my picks later in the show. Um, I am not going to pick them to win the division. I am going to put them in the playoffs, but they're all in on Otani. And, yeah. you know, kind of coasting through this season, whatever happens, happens. And then next year, we're going to give Otani $600 million and really go for it again from there, I think. I could see that happening. Otani, he's a once in a generational talent, that's for sure. Or even a lifetime, you could say. Yeah, I, I would go lifetime because I, I'll be stunned if we ever get a guy like him. There will be people who might try, and there will be more kids who try who stop giving up one or the other you know, when they're 15, like all of us did. Um, but we'll see what happens. Joe, I can't thank you enough for coming on. I know you got hey, things man. to see and people to do, so I'm going to let you get out of here. and People to do, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Get back to uh, what you do. I, you know, I can't thank you enough for joining. And pro, promo – South Burbs Hitman. Yeah, man. Every Monday night here on the Barroom Network, South Burbs Hitman, we're talking White Sox baseball. You, me, Steven Zimmerman. Uh, we have great guests all year long, great White Sox conversation. We have a lot of fun on the air. Uh, I, I highly suggest you check out the show on the Barroom Network on uh, YouTube or subscribe anywhere you can find podcasts. And uh, promo alert for Monday, if you've been following the 108 tournament, Celeste Spaghetti will be joining us on the show. So she's an entertaining follow on Twitter and she will be even more entertaining on our show then. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. And I can't wait to have, you know, more baseball conversation as the season goes along. Thank you, Joe Mando, very much for joining us. No problem, Vin. Have a great rest of your show. Uh, when Travis gets on, tell him I said hello. Big supporter. So excited he's coming on the show. Absolutely. And we are going to actually flip right now. Nice. From Joe Mandel. To Travis, waiting for that to pop on the screen. Travis looks like the. There he is. What's up, Travis? I'm in a sea of orange, yes. You are. Joe. I'm kind of a sore thumb out here. Absolutely. Travis, Joe, you, you can head out whenever you're, you need to. But, um, Travis, it's good to have you on the show. Um, where are you right now? I am outside of the stadium waiting on a street fest that's going on pre-game. Absolutely. That, that looks really fun. You're not going to the game, though? Oh, I am. Oh, you are I'm going, going to, the game. to the game. Yes, sir. Oh, no, sir. Do you have good seats? Uh, probably not. <laughs> 
I just got a ticket and I came. Honestly, I don't think there's any issue with that whatsoever. As long as you're at the game, you uh, as long as you're at the game, I think you're in a good spot. Um, yeah, I think we're gonna mute your mic when you're not talking just because of the background noise. But um, yeah, you know, what are your thoughts on the White Sox going into this season? Like, do you have them being a, a playoff team, or are you a little skeptical, kind of based on what happened last year? Uh, I'm cautiously optimistic, honestly. Uh, I think they do have a lot of talent. I'm just kind of interested to see how they go under Pedro's duties right there, by the way. I feel like a lot of last year they were kind of safe and Tony in the dugout. So I definitely ready to see if they can get it done this year. I do think they get a playoff spot. And uh, I do have them pay for 87 wins this year if everybody stays healthy. So I'm definitely optimistic. For sure. Who on the White Sox is your favorite player to watch? Uh, well, it used to be a Brayu. Uh, I just like the guy's leadership and what he brought to the team. So this year, uh, Dylan Cease, obviously I liked him coming over from that trade with the coach. So I'm excited to see him get to start today. Uh, so I'd probably say him just because he brings it every time he comes to a mound. But if I had to say somebody on the field every day, I mean, it would definitely be Tim Anderson just for his leadership and kind of the style of place. Yeah, absolutely. Are, do you live in Texas? Is that why you're at the Houston Astros game? Yeah, I actually live up in my office, so. I made the uh, couple hour drive down here. It's actually my first time ever being in Houston into the stadium. So I'm really excited. I get to mark another ballpark off my list and try to visit all of them. So pretty excited. Absolutely. How often do you get back up to Chicago to catch a White Sox game at Guaranteed Ray Field? Not very often. I'm actually going in July, though, this year. So I already have one set on uh, July 8th. I'll be there. So I'm excited to return home and go back up there. That's exciting. I'm excited for you to get the chance to come up and, you know, catch the game. Um, I'm trying to think. Pedro Grafal, he's obviously got this White Sox team. They were not really well managed last year in a lot of people's opinion. You know, there are some issues there, but they bring in this guy, bench coach from the Kansas City Royals. You kind of touched on it, but it kind of seems like you think he's going to get this team back rolling again. I do. Um, yeah, it seems like everybody that talks about him, he, you know, he really commands the locker room and just his leadership uh, from what I hear is, is a good thing. So it's definitely a step in the right direction from what we had last year. So I'm just excited to see how it goes over in the regular season. I know spring training kind of is what it is, but, you know, season starts today. Yeah, absolutely. And so you have – you touched on Dylan Cease. He is going to be the ace of the rotation starting later tonight. And then following him, you're going to go Lance Lynn tomorrow. You're going to do Lucas Giolito on Saturday. And then to close out the series in Houston, they're going to run out Mike Clevenger as the number four. Um, and then at home, the home opener on Monday, Michael Kopech. This is a very interesting rotation. Um, a lot of question marks, I would say, beyond Dylan Cease. And even with Dylan Cease a little bit, last year was his first year of being a truly elite player. Can he do it again? Where are you on the pitching staff as a whole? Uh, I mean, I'm kind of with you on that. It's It's got some questions. I mean, I think Giolito needs to step it up this year from where he was last year. Uh, he kind of left a little bit that he desired. So hopefully he can get back to form and what we know about him. And Clevenger's kind of the wild card. We don't know what he's going to get. He's going to be really good. He's going to be good. 
there's a lot going on it sounds like there's a lot of people getting ready to have a blast over there in houston get ready for this major league baseball season it's the marquee game on tv um travis before we let you go i want to know are the White Sox going to make the playoffs this year? I think I know your answer already, but I want to hear it come out of your mouth one more time. Are the White Sox going to make a playoff this year? And is there anyone on the team that you think can compete for a major award? I'm going to say they are going to make the playoffs this year, and I would like to see the that Cy Young this Outstanding. Travis, we can't thank you enough for being a common supporter of our show, and we're happy to bring you on anytime, and I'm happy to see you out there enjoying the game, and I hope they bring home a win while you're there in attendance. Definitely. Definitely. I appreciate the opportunity to come on and talk to you. Uh, as always, I'll be there to support you guys in what you do, and anytime I can come on, I'll definitely be back. Absolutely. We will certainly ask you at some point, so thank you very much. All right. Let's go, guys. Absolutely. Get that win. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, Travis. Have a good night. Um, good. Enjoy the game. Travis, very thankful to see him and Joe Mandel join our show today. Well, it's opening day. Cubs are in the sixth now, I think I saw the graphic say. Um, that is, you know, something that is exciting, um, for Cubs fans, of course, um, looking at the rest of the scores, the Orioles have an eight to two lead over the Boston Red Sox. I'm not sure about that Red Sox team going into the season. Um, it's going to be interesting, but I think it's time we do get to our predictions. Um, it is going to be a gauntlet of a season and, I think a lot of teams are good. There are a lot of teams that are going to compete all season long. And I'm ready to take you here through a couple of these divisions and who I think is going to, you know, who's going to come out of what division. It's time. The American League East is, in my opinion, the best division in Major League Baseball. I think the Toronto Blue Jays are going to win the American League East. That is going to be the team that comes out of the American League East division and takes the crown. Should be an exciting team. We were drafting our fantasy baseball team, and, man, were there a lot of Blue Jays. A lot of Blue Jays. And, you know, I just look at that roster. They added so much pitching, and they're the team that I see coming out of the American League East division. And the American League West, I don't think there's much of a competition. I think tonight's Chicago White Sox opponent, Houston Astros, are the team – that are going to run away with it, like literally run away with it. I Like there's a couple other good teams in the division. I don't think anybody's as deep or talented as the defending World Series champion Houston Astros. They might be better than they were last year. And if there's anybody who wants to refute me on that in the comments, I would love to hear it because I'm not so sure anybody competes with the Astros in the American League West in terms of 160-game schedule, so not too sure. In the American League Central, I touched on it with my friend Joe Mandel. I believe the Chicago White Sox are going to win the AL Central Division. And the Cleveland Guardians swooped up and won it last year. Um, the White Sox were not very good. The Twins had the lead in the division for most of the year, and then they choked it away. So I'm not too sure what's going to happen of their season. But I am not sure that the Guardians are going to repeat exactly what they did last year. I think the White Sox are only going to get better. Uh, you know, uh, everything that could go wrong did go wrong, and the White Sox are going to be the American League Central Division champions, according to me. Now, there's three wild cards to pick from, and it's very difficult because every team in the American League East is going to be a competitive one, 
Um, even the Red Sox, who I think are probably going to come in last in that division, I think they'll still be okay. So it's hard to pick, you know, wild cards when it, when you got a one division that good and they're all playing against each other. But I do think the Seattle Mariners are a wild card team. So you got the Astros coming in first, the Mariners coming in second, and the Mariners are my wild card team. That that is the only other playoff team from the West Division. So the division I have it going: Astros, Mariners, Angels, Rangers, A's. Then you move over to the Central. I think there is not a single wild card team coming from this division. I think the White Sox win it. Cleveland comes in second. Minnesota third. Kansas City fourth, and the Detroit Tigers fifth. Then in the East, that's where things get difficult. I think two wildcard teams come from this division. I think the Blue Jays are going to win it. And I think the Tampa Bay Rays and the New York Yankees are going to be the two wildcard teams that come from it. So I think the order in the division this year is going to be the Blue Jays, Rays, Yankees, Orioles, Red Sox. And that is my American League um, predictions. White Sox, Jays, Astros, Mariners, Yankees, Rays, playoffs. Moving over to the National League, I think it's a little bit tougher. It's it's They're both tough. They're both equally as tough. Who am I kidding? I think the San Diego Padres are going to win the National League West. They're the best team in the division, in my opinion. They added Juan Soto. We'll see if they can retain him after this year. Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to be back a little bit into the season. They still have Manny Machado. They have – I don't love their rotation – Blake Snell and you Darvish are very good. Then you got a couple question marks after them. If that rotation can uh, figure itself out, though, I do think they will be the division winner. Uh, in the Central, I do believe the St. Louis Cardinals are going to win. Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt leading the way. Uh, there's no Albert Pujols show this year, but I think adding Wilson Contreras will add a little bit extra oomph to their offense that they need. Um, I have the St. Louis Cardinals winning the Central Division. Then – in the East, the American League East, the hardest division to pick from because there are three teams at the top of it that could all win the World Series and nobody would be surprised. I think the Atlanta Braves are the team to beat in the American League East. I know they lost Dansby Swanson, but they have other outstanding stars on that team, and they just keep figuring out ways to replace people with their farm system and they're developing, and they, they're not afraid to spend money. Um, I like the Atlanta Braves. I think they're going to be the American League East champions. So going to the three wildcard teams, I do think the Dodgers are going to be the top wildcard team out of anybody from the West Division. Um, so that would mean in the division, in my opinion, goes Dodger, or Padres, Dodgers, Giants, Rockies, Diamondbacks. That's the order I have that division going. I do not, like the American League, think that the Central Division in the National League will have a wildcard. I think the St. Louis Cardinals win it. I think the Chicago Cubs are going to come in second place. The Milwaukee Brewers will be in third. The Pittsburgh Pirates will be in fourth. And the Cincinnati Reds will be in fifth. And no wild card teams from there, just the Cardinals. But that's the unfortunate business of the National League because of this American League East division that I already talked about the Braves as the champion. I think the New York Mets and Philadelphia Phillies are both wild card teams from this National League East division, and they'll all be within, you know, three or four games of each other. All of them will feel they have the equal opportunity to win the World Series once the postseason begins. And I think that the division will be in order: Braves, Mets, Phillies, Marlins, Washington Nationals. Now, I was wondering 
If there was a team that came out of absolutely nowhere, and I'm not talking just teams I didn't name to be playoffs. I'm talking like you think they're going to stink, but they might be good. There's one in each league that I'm kind of looking at, and I'm like, okay, if they were good, I wouldn't be really terribly surprised. If they were as bad as they've been, I also wouldn't be terribly surprised. In the American League, it's the Los Angeles Angels. They have the two best players in Major League Baseball, and I believe Shohei Otani is the most physically gifted player of all time. He is a top-five pitcher and a top-five hitter. You have one of each in one player. He's quite literally worth $600 million because if he was just a hitter, he'd be worth 300 mil. And if he was just a pitcher, he'd be worth 300 mil on every open market possible with how good he's been. Um, If the Angels come out and shock some people this year, I wouldn't be terribly surprised. I just wouldn't. They, they, They have so much talent, and if Anthony Rendon can finally be Washington Nationals, Anthony Rendon playing for them, and, you know, they got some good pitchers behind Otani now, we'll see what they're able to do. But I actually like the Angels this year. You know, if they start the season one and nine, I'll be out on them again and say, they suck again, like the gif with Rob Schneider on Twitter. We suck again. It wouldn't shock me if that's the Angels, but it also wouldn't be terribly shocking if the Angels are, once again, a good team for the first time in Otani's career and only the second time in Trout's career. And when they did make the playoffs the one time in Trout's career, they uh, they got swept. He has never been part of a, you know, a um, uh, playoff victory in any way, shape, or form. They, him and Otani did participate in the World Baseball Classic, and they faced off against each other in the last at-bat of the entire tournament. Um, Joe says, I got Rendon with the last pick in my fantasy draft. He hit 600 this spring. Yeah. I mean, hitting 600 in spring is actually kind of impressive, even though it's spring because who hits 600 at any level, anytime, anywhere, very difficult. Um, so yeah, I think the angels have a chance to be okay. Um, if not good, we'll see what Otani and Trout are able to lead them to do. Both of them must stay healthy. They're one bad injury away from winning like 70 games. So I hope they're good, personally. I would love to see them squeak into a wild card spot. That'd be amazing. Imagine getting to watch Otani start game one of the playoffs. And there's, oh, yeah, by the way, he's also batting third. Just absolutely unbelievable. Um, They can put Trout, Rendon, uh, Otani, Ward, a bunch of other really good players in the middle of the lineup. Can't wait to watch the Angels this season. I think they will be must-see TV just because of the players that they have on their roster. Um, In the National League, that team for me, that's the Miami Marlins. It's the Miami Marlins. I, for some reason, have a hunch that the Marlins are going to be pretty good. They are entertaining. They're kind of like the Angels. They don't have the S-tier end talent that the Angels have, like top three players. But Jazz Chisholm Jr. is absolutely unreal. And they signed Johnny Cueto. He's going to be there with Sandy Alcantara, who is a really, really good pitcher. Obviously, the reigning Cy Young Award winner in the National League. It's not like that pitching staff is going to be awful. Okay. Um, They also traded for Luis Arise, who was my mortal enemy as a White Sox fan for the last five years. And now he plays for the Miami Marlins. It's going to be good to see him playing outside of the Minnesota Twins organization. Um, Luis Arise is a really good player. I don't think the Marlins, they play in the best division in the National League, in my opinion. But if they found a way to just 
be good on the road and the world or the world baseball classic was at their stadium. If they can get a little bit of, you know, motivation to see how rocking that place can be when times are good. And when big games are being played there, Hey, I'd want to win as a member of the Miami Marlins. That sounds fun. So Louisa rise jazz Chisholm jr. Let's get the Marlins back into at least contention. Be interesting in August, Miami Marlins. That's what I'm hoping for from both them and the Los Angeles angels. Thinking of MVP, MVP from each league. Very, very difficult kind of thing to, you know, put my head on. But I actually think there's going to be two pretty chalk picks this year. I think Otani wins MVP in um, the American League. I do. I believe he will be the MVP of the American League once again, the second time in third years. He probably could have won it last year if Judge didn't have this, like, amazing offensive season. Otani's offensive season wasn't half bad, though, last year. And his pitching was otherworldly. So I think you combine the fact that he's elite at both. You got Otani as the MVP in the American League. In the National League, I'm looking around for an MVP. I think he plays for the San Diego Padres, folks. I don't know if he's going to play for the San Diego Padres forever. He hasn't always played for the San Diego Padres, but I believe this is a year that Juan Soto wins the National League MVP with other studly McStud muffins in the lineup along with him, like Manny Machado, like Fernando Tatis Jr., like Xander Bogarts. I didn't even touch uh, – Xander Bogarts is a Dodger. I didn't even touch on that when talking about them winning the division. Just what an unreal team the Padres are. I think Juan Soto is the MVP of the National League going into this season. Then you start thinking about some Cy Youngs. Looking around the pitching staffs around the league, I'm going to go out on a little bit of limb in one of them. One of them, neither of them have won the Cy Young, I don't believe, that I'm about to pick, but they've both been in the conversation. Um, but I think with my National League one is still out on a limb a little bit, even though he's been in the conversation in the past. In the American League, I believe this is Otani's year to win the Cy Young. Imagine taking home a Cy Young and an MVP in the same season. I think he wins both. I think he's so good at pitching this year that, I mean, just the stuff I saw in the World Baseball Classic made me believe that, honestly, he might be a better pitcher than he is a hitter. And that's saying something because he hits 40 tanks and bats 290 and has an OPS over 900. He's very, very good at pitching. He's my American League Cy Young winner going into the season. Uh, hopefully Dylan Cease is nominated again, though. That would certainly be fun. And I would prefer Dylan Cease to win it. But Otani is just an absolute alien as well. Um, you know, people ask me, like, who were you, what were you rooting for when Mike Trout was facing Shohei Otani in the end of the World Baseball Classic? And, like, the American in me wants to be like, yeah, man, I wish that I could blast my country music and Mike Trout hit one to Pluto and the Americans win because America. But honestly, I was rooting for Mike Trout to shut or for Shohei Otani to shut him down on a nice three pitch mix with no hesitation. I'm being dead serious. I care about baseball. That was what was most important for baseball. And I think him getting a Cy Young would be the most important thing. Go Shohei Otani. In the American or in the National League, I really like Max Freed. I don't know. I just feel like this is a Max Freed of the Atlanta Braves year to win the uh, National League Cy Young. I think the Braves are going to need him to be at his best. Max Freed to be the American League or the National League Cy Young Award winner. Um, yeah, I mean, how exciting. Baseball's back. Baseball is so back. And, you know, that's my predictions. Oh, let, I don't really know too much about all the rookies. I don't know, you know, I'm still learning the ins and outs of some of the National League rookies and guys come out of nowhere. 
I'll say Oscar Colas wins the American League Rookie of the Year just because he's the one guy I know that has made a major league roster, and he will be a guy that I believe can be a Rookie of the Year candidate. He's not starting tonight. Hopefully he gets in enough games, though. I think he will by the end of the year. I just don't see Romy Gonzalez playing right field um, for most of the season. He's an infielder by trade anyway. So very much looking forward to this season. What do we got scores-wise around the league? The Cubs are still winning 4 nothing. The Braves are up 7-2 to now. Uh, the Rays took a one nothing lead over the Detroit Tigers. And if you missed my segment on my predictions, they're all below on the bottom line. Uh, Skyler says another hit for Swanson. Very, very good. I like Dansby Swanson. What a good player. Um, I'm going to spend less of my time this season roasting the Cubs. I'm an adult now. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm rooting for them by any means, but I'm going to enjoy good baseball players just the way I enjoy good hockey players like we talked about yesterday on Bar Down. So Dansby Swanson, good ball player, comes from my third favorite team, the Atlanta Braves. Um, love seeing him have success. We'll see what the Cubs are able to do this season. Um, and those of you who are getting ready for tonight, I just want to reiterate one more time that Dylan Cease is going to be facing Frember Valdez of the Houston Astros. Um, both teams' lineups are out. Obviously, we went over it at the top of the show for the White Sox with Joe Mandel. Uh, Houston's running out Pena, Bregman, Alvarez, Abreu, Tucker, Diaz, Myers, Maldonado, and Dubon. Obviously, there's no Jose Altuve, and that's why Dubon is getting the start at second base, batting ninth. Uh, we'll see what Pena is able to do as a leadoff man because Altuve is normally the leadoff man. Uh, Altuve is not going to be out too long though. I think like a month and a half, six weeks ish. Um, it'll be interesting to see what goes on there. I'm getting a notification that there's the first big league knock for Masataka Koshida, the new Boston Red Sox sensation, who was probably the overall best hitter for team Japan at the world baseball classic. So that's exciting news as well. I can't wait to watch him all season long. The Orioles have an eight to three lead, but it's the bottom of the sixth. The Red Sox have runners on first and third, no out, and they got it back to within five. So, I mean, five sounds crazy, but I mean, if Duvall comes up to bat right now and hits a three-run tank, all of a sudden they're right there back within two. So, you know, baseball's crazy. Never count anybody out at any point. Um, yeah, the Cubs, they got that hit from Swanson, who's now on first with two outs. Um, I, I love this stuff, people, and I can't wait to go through this with you all season long. I got lots of predictions out there for you to make fun of me for once we reach October. And another thing I wanted to reiterate is all of the content. Uh, the Barroom Network, first and foremost, has some amazing baseball shows. I know we have this one, Crosstown Crosstalk, that I love and I'm very excited about um, what we got going on for the rest of the season here. Um, and then later on Monday, South Burbs Hitman, just absolutely unreal stuff. Uh, in-depth White Sox conversation. On this show, we try to cover every team with an emphasis on the Cubs and the White Sox. But Monday's all White Sox. And the Barroom Network is better for having that show because I do think the Cubs get a little more national attention. So it's nice to get the White Sox conversation going as well because there are some fun storylines on that team as well. Some pretty likable people, I would say. Um, you know, there are the diehard Cub fans that will just never give it a chance, which is fine, I guess. But we put a lot of work into that show. And the White Sox, they are a meaningful team. They're one of the oldest teams in the league and I enjoy covering them as much as I enjoy anything in life. So I can't thank everybody enough for tuning into today's show. A nice little 40 minute episode to preview what's going on in the baseball world. Um, uh, opening day, 
is going on. Obviously, next week we'll have actual games to talk about. Every team will have four, five, six games played by then. It should be super exciting. Um, I went through, and if you're just tuning in now or if you're listening to the audio version, obviously you heard it, but I went through and gave my predictions for each team in the National League and each team in the American League that I think will end up on top and in the postseason. Who do I think, to end the show, is going to win the World Series? Wow, what a loaded question that is I just presented to myself. I believe from the American League, the Houston Astros are going to get back to the World Series once again. And I don't think they're going to win it, though. I think they are going to lose the World Series to the San Diego Padres. I just – that right now, if they're healthy and if they get Tatis back and they have Machado and they have Bogarts and they have Juan Soto, who I predicted to win the MVP, if their pitching can just hold up, I believe the San Diego Padres are able to get their World Series championship this uh season uh they've been going for that championship for a long time haven't been able to get it and i kind of like that their owner just takes their his big balls and he puts them on the table and says guess what pal i don't care what you say about us being a small market team i'm gonna spend like we're a big market team because i got balls balls man and that's what they have they go out there and prove it all the time and it's exciting to watch uh, a lot of white Sox fans had some disdain towards the Padres for a long time because they made the terrible trade for Tatis Jr. And because they ended up with Manny Machado instead of the White Sox, hogwash. The reason all those things happen is because they're a better organization. And hopefully one day the White Sox become a better organization. But for now, they're not. The Padres are. I believe they will win the World Series this year based on what I know in this brain right here, right now on March 30th. Obviously subject to change. Um, it's always subject to change when you make a opening day prediction for the World Series. Um, I mean, things could be so different by August. Uh, someone could have a broken leg or this person could have needed time. Like, I don't want to wish those things on anybody. I certainly don't. I want all 30 teams as healthy as possible and give me the best possible baseball I can watch. But that's my prediction as of right now. I can't thank Travis and Joe for coming on our show enough. It was a lot of fun talking with those guys, some lighthearted baseball conversation. I hope Travis has an absolute blast at the White, uh, White Sox game tonight against the Houston Astros, 6-0-8. Uh, I have double duty tonight. I have the New Jersey Devils and the Chicago White Sox opening day. The New Jersey Devils have their biggest game tonight, probably in the last 10 years, because they play the New York Rangers, their biggest rival, and they're separated by two points in the standings. So if you want to support me, go watch the pregame show as well. Read the stuff on Twitter. Follow me at Vinny Parisi. So much content went up on SouthsideShowdown.com today. I'm talking like eight articles. I was up till 3 a.m. Uh, Chicago Cubs articles, three of them. Three Chicago Cubs articles from me. Don't say I don't do anything for the Cubs. I do lots for the Cubs. I've enjoyed it. It's fun. Dansby Swanson, my guy. I love Trey Mancini. Um, it's been cool. It's been really cool. So lots of articles covering both teams. And then you could read my Jaguars work. I wrote a piece about what Pat McAfee said about them yesterday. Uh, or today it came out. You can go check that at blackandteal.com. Loving what I'm doing with the Jaguars. Uh, all those fan-sided networks are doing amazing. Make sure you follow fan-sided MLB. All 31 sites. 31 because we have one dedicated to the whole league and then one for each team specifically. Um, Southside Showdown is my favorite, but I'm biased. 
Um, make sure you go read it all and make sure you're watching all the great shows here on the Barroom Network, as I mentioned already. And to all the people in the chat, Skylar, Joseph, Foster, um, obviously Travis, Aldo. Um, that's it, I think, in the YouTube section. Thank you very much for joining today's show. You each mean a lot to me, and I can't wait to speak with you next week after some games are played. Stay listening to baseball, stay watching the Barroom Network, and stay enjoying sports. As always, thank you for listening. Another happy landing.